Hello and welcome to episode number 25 of Atemcast. My name is Andrew Clark and I'm excited to be here today with Thierry Peak, Strategic Partner Business Development Manager at Microsoft Azure. Thank you, Andrew, for having me today for this talk. And you're welcome. And we also have Andy Audet, VP Global Business Development and Partnerships at ATEM. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. Look forward to talking with you and uh, Thierry today. Okay, so today we're going to talk about OTT quality of experience and the cloud. So to get things started, um, how do you think OTT consumption is changing today? Well, I think basically the, the major trend here is it's just growing more and more. You know, here during COVID, more, more and more people have been watching uh, streaming video and OTT content. Um, and it's pretty clear that this habit will stick and growth will continue. I think uh, PwC did a global report on OTT video. It was about a $60 billion market here in 2021 projected to grow up to around 100 billion by 2025, 2026. So lots of growth taking place in streaming video in the OTT market. Um, a lot of folks are seeing that streaming video and OTT are starting to outpace traditional broadcast viewing. Um, Limelight in their State of the Union report showed that online video hours watched per week has surpassed what people are watching on broadcast. So lots of growth. Uh, with that comes a few challenges, right? There's still quite a bit of confusion around all many, many services to choose from, complicated navigation, uh, and still one of the deciding factors here as people watch it is quality of experience around uh, video quality and rebuffering. Um, so those are the things we're all working together to make better and better and customer expectations you know, for online video really are basically the same as broadcast video. They don't really see any difference. And I think that will be the key differentiator in the marketplace as we go forward. So as more and more people are consuming OTT and there's more and more platforms to choose from, what do these people expect from these platforms? I think the basic expectation, Andrew, is that you know consumers really expect that an OTT platform won't be any different than a broadcast platform. So uh, they have very high expectations. Uh, they want to see high video quality, sound quality. They don't want to have uh, rebuffering, uh, and they expect you know low latency for live events. Uh, you know, one example of this, especially around sports, you know, which is a big driver uh, for online video, is the spoiler effect, you know, when a goal in a soccer or football match is scored or a touchdown in American football, you know, right now there is sometimes a 15 to 30 second delay for streaming video. Um, and so your neighbor is going to hear that score or touchdown 15 to 30 seconds before you if they're on broadcast. So, uh, you know, that needs to be eliminated and fixed. And uh, that's one of the things that really is technology is correcting today. Uh, and this will even become more important as interactive applications like uh, gambling uh, will really make a big impact and low latency uh, will be a requirement. Yeah, I see. So in that case, why do streaming providers increasingly want to go on the cloud anyway? 
Well, you know, um, going to the cloud and the cloud adoption is not uh, exclusive to a streaming provider. It's a global trend. And each and every business is a, our concern. And with uh, a level of urgency, which is could be very different depending on the pressure of them on the on their market. Um, by the way, there is really different motivation to and, and and different drivers to move to the cloud or to adapt uh, adapt the cloud. And moving to the cloud will not mean obviously to to move one hundred percent of your workloads or or your businesses to the cloud, but the hybrid approach is something that could be very interesting, and especially for the streaming providers. For example, when you move to the cloud, you may have different uh, motivation like uh, data center, private data center exit, in order to, to prepare, prepare new technical capabilities. Uh, it could be in the case of merger or, or acquisition, where the cloud could be a, a good solution in order to concentrate and reduce technical complexity and build new technical capabilities. Um, the IT stability, which used to be uh, uh, quite difficult uh, in the past, uh, past year, which is absolutely key for streaming providers with the ability to scale and meet geographical uh, demands and enable new markets, is also a good driver for, uh, for migrating to the, to the cloud. Uh, obviously, all those uh, these uh, these uh, scenarios can be achieved using Microsoft Azure, and but one of the most interesting, I think, usage for the cloud is the flexibility and the scalability it provides for streaming companies in order to deliver to the customer at the best optimized cost. Uh, so it will also open some ability to test new business models. For example, if you want to open a, a channel or couple or, 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 or some channels for some events or some specific period of the year like Christmas or, or Thanksgiving uh, last, uh, last, last month, it may be a good way uh, to move on an OPEX-based model more than having to spend uh, on a CapEx one in order to, to test uh, the new kind of markets. One of the key elements, I think, that could be very interesting for streaming providers is the uh, ability to be included in the, what, uh, what we have in Asia, which is called the marketplace, which could be a new way for um, this company to, to companies to address new markets, could be a new uh, segment with new business models, but also new geographies. Uh, so, as I say, I think that hybridity um, is really key because a lot of the businesses and a lot of the legacy, especially on the technical part uh, for this company, are uh, used to be very on-premises based and moving on the, in the cloud cannot be done. Uh, during the night, so uh, having part of the the workloads moved to, to the cloud to to leverage just scale, the scalability and the uh, and the flexibility is a, is a good way to do that. And it's uh, also why we are partnering with such companies like Atom because you uh, you have the, you have a, a strong history in the on-prem uh, stuff, but you also are embracing the cloud and embracing Azure which can be very effective to address uh, 
the needs for for our customers. What do you think, Andy? I would agree with that, Terry. I think uh, certainly the hybrid approach is one that we're seeing uh, happening in the marketplace. Certainly, there's very high interest in the cloud and lots of investigation going into it. But there's a lot of investment in on-prem, and so there'll be a transition over you know a number of years here from the on-prem to the cloud solution. Uh, as you said. Uh, buyers are looking for flexibility, and I think marketplace uh, offerings from uh, folks like Azure and the cloud are, are areas where some buyers want to buy from, uh, and we'll do that, um, and we're working with them closely. So back to you, Thierry, I have a question. Um, how do you think cloud solutions can affect the quality of experience? Yes, it's a very good question because um, when we speak about moving in the cloud, you, we we very often think about um, rethinking the way you are delivering the services. Obviously, you can use a lift and shift method where you you take what what you are doing and how you are doing it and put it right the same way in the cloud, but it's not the most optimized way in order to leverage all the advantages of the cloud. So when you do that, or if you do that, you may um, find some issues. It could be latency because the, the, the cloud is working differently. Uh, it could be uh, on, on the the way to handle, to manage the service and the associated SLAs, because on the same level, the cloud is working differently. So, um, but it could be on both ways. It could be for the bad and for the good. So the best way or probably the, the, a good practice is to uh, try to rethink uh, some part of the architecture in order to leverage what the cloud is really meant for and to get uh, full advantage uh, of the cloud. This is also an opportunity to, to modernize some business processes um, and, and to, to base some uh, redesign on uh, service-based architecture, which can give more componentization of your architecture and which leads to more flexibility and scalability. When you when you need, and we spoke a little bit earlier about that, when you, when you want to to launch some uh, elementary channels, uh, you need to do it quite simply, and to do it, it could be in a matter of minutes or or hours, and you need to have your architecture aware of that and designed for that. Uh, because uh, it may it may impact the quality, it may impact the cost, it may impact the, the run uh, of the of the service. So, um, for example, if you if you speak about uh, how the the data is stored in the cloud, for in Asia, for example, the data is stored three times. It means that if a disk, a disk fails, the data is still available on two other disks. Obviously, if you do that on premises, you need to handle that by your own, which is completely different. And when you are delivering streaming content, especially for sports or live events, failure is really not an option. So, uh, and the, the other interesting th uh, thing of the cloud is that you can uh, leverage 
uh, getting age hardware, and that's what Atem did with Semaphore, or uh, new hardware, uh, in order to optimize what you are doing and the way you are delivering it. For example, uh, with Atom, it may leveraging this hardware, very uh, specialized and, and high-end hardware, it may uh, lower the bandwidth needed to deliver the same quality, or with the same bandwidth, you can deliver more content, which impacts, obviously, your ROI and, and the, 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 the cost of the overall solution. Yeah, I think it's very important. Atom tries to work very closely with cloud providers like Azure and we work very carefully on well-architected solutions and try to integrate, you know, our software into the cloud to guarantee that low latency and high performance. You know, one of the things we could do using a TEM software in the Azure cloud, you can turn up hundreds of video channels literally in a few hours. Um, so the power of the flexibility and the go-to-market speed uh, is really great. Uh, Microsoft has a number of partnership programs, and as an ISV partner, ATEM works closely with Microsoft, you know, to get technical support and training uh, and help on working on these architectures and working on to make these solutions, you know, truly end-to-end, -end, uh, high-performing uh, with very high quality. Um, and that partnering is really important on this path as we, we continue to have you know, really great quality of experience um, and having, you know, online video and streaming video, you know, mimic more and more the broadcast experience. So, yeah, just a, another question for you, Andy, on partnerships. Do you have in more detail uh, such examples of such partnerships? Well, I think you, if you've seen the market, you know, one of the examples that Terry was given was the marketplace. And in the marketplace, uh, the advantage there of working with partners like Azure or, uh, other cloud providers in this space is, you know, they have a wide range of solutions from, you know, um, you know video on demand to live video and then to all kinds of data and analytical experiences that, that you could do. So uh, the partnering experience, it's, you know, it's a number of software providers in the marketplace that are being enabled uh, by working over these clouds uh, to bring a whole slew of solutions to the marketplace. Yeah, Andy, and if I can add, it's very key what you said because uh, at Microsoft with Asia, we have definitely um, uh, a DNA which is very partner centric, which is mean that which means that uh, we are very interested in engineering is also very interested on in the way you are using our stuff and what you need to deliver the best of your IP using Asia. And it is this combination of the Azure and your knowledge and what you are good at delivering or your Titan uh, encoder and all the, all the software, the service you are providing. And it is this combination, which is one key element for our streaming providers that can leverage all the power of the cloud. Yeah, one thing I would add to that, Terry, is, you know, uh, and Andrew, we see a lot of platforms out there of online video. There's a number of services. I mean, certainly the big ones like Netflix and Disney. Uh, and they're using combination of private and public CDNs and cloud providers to deliver content. And this content, you know, obviously, you know, lots of subscribers watching this. Um, you know, it's very high quality, uh, low latency, 
uh, and that's a really good example of you know where these partnerships uh, come into effect uh, throughout the marketplace. Um, you know, one thing we did recently is the TEM published a white paper titled "The TEM Transcoding on Azure: The Impact of High Performance Cloud Compute on File and Linear Processing." And this is just a white paper that really goes through the testing of how we integrate our solutions together. And you know, the paper really shows that in a uh, VOD file, you know, transcoding application, you know, when you use high instances with Microsoft Azure Cloud, the attempt solution can really, you know, achieve much better throughput. And we can reduce the infrastructure costs up to 75% for ultra high, de high definition content and even, you know, 30 to 45% for high def content. Uh, and it's the same when you go on the live side. So for live video transcoding, uh, you'll see from a solution you can really get a lot of channels um, and improve your channel density, which really will lower costs. And those improvements up to a live video uh, transcoding is uh, around 60% to 70% improvement. So before we finish up, um, do either of you have any extra thoughts you'd like to leave about achieving high quality experience in the cloud? Yeah, I, I just think my final comment, I, hopefully it came, came, came through pretty clearly, is that this uh, quality of experience will continue to improve, um, you know, partnerships between people like Atem and uh, Azure. We'll continue to work on that and integrate closely together. Um, and that difference between broadcast and streaming video will be, you know, reduced so people don't really see any difference anymore in the future. Um, and I think we'll really continue to see that to, uh, to grow um, and consumers will be, you know, become accustomed to that and have that expectation. Yeah, definitely. And we, we fully share the goal with Atom to achieve the best quality the fastest possible and with the most efficient cost for our common customers and so it will bring the best experience for their consumer which is in the end what they are looking for okay so um thank you again uh thierry and andy uh, for sharing your thoughts today with us thank you Thanks, andrew. andrew thank you andy <laughs> it was very nice to have this talk with you thank you